Hello, this is Mark Chapman. Once we recorded the Ornstein and Chapman podcast, the whole Mikhail Arteta story moved on at quite a pace, and what we had recorded was actually not the latest. So David insisted absolutely insisted he record something fresh for the pod so you could have the latest news. Hence why I'm sat in my car, in a car park, recording this link on my phone. So here is David on the latest and if you want more from him then you can find the specific Arsenal podcast uh, on The Athletic and that's called the Handbrake Off Pod. Here's David. Now Tuesday morning as as we uh, record this there there have been, been some suggestions that Patrick Vieira um, is actually the the among the leading candidates still. We knew he was a leading candidate and we reported in that piece on The Athletic that Arsenal met with him in London last week. I think he flew in on Monday and then uh, met with Arsenal on Tuesday. Yeah. So we know he's been in the frame, but there are some uh, reports coming out of France that he actually could be ahead of Arteta in, in the sort of Arsenal hierarchy preference list. Now, I would personally be really shocked if that happened uh, because Arsenal are far down the road with Mikel Arteta. Yes. Um, we know about the two meetings that have taken place. And that doesn't mean to say that there haven't been two meetings with other people. And Arsenal might say, well, you know, we've we've conducted a thorough process. We've spoken to loads of people. Yes, some photographs emerged of um, officials meeting with Mikel Arteta. But if there were cameras at other meetings, you could have drawn the same conclusion. Um <clears throat> We know that Mikel Arteta has informed Manchester City that talks have taken place. And it would be a huge shock now if it was anyone other than Mikel Arteta. But it is quite interesting that these little uh, murmurings are emerging, uh, quite similar as how they did last time round. Well, it's interesting also because of the fact that we just spoke to Lee Dixon a couple of minutes ago and he was saying that he would actually prefer Patrick Vieira yeah. mm-hmm. to Mikel Arteta. And maybe that's reflected w- within some quarters of the club as well. If I'm to speak from what I've heard from a lot of people, uh, th- they were really fond of the fact that uh, Patrick Vieira had been out and managed uh, as a number one elsewhere. Now, you could say, yeah, but Nice are only mid-table in Liga. However, l- you don't know the circumstances that have been going on necessarily at Nice with the change of ownership and some difficulties uh, on and off the pitch. And the fact remains that Patrick Vieira has been a number one. He was approached by Newcastle last summer. He turned that down, as was, I think, Mikel Arteta. He's a former Arsenal captain. He's a more legendary figure than Mikel Arteta was. Um, He certainly, if his playing style is anything to go by, would provide some of the qualities that this squad at Arsenal desperately needs. Mikel Arteta is incredibly highly thought of throughout the game. I've been speaking to a number of people about his qualities, his pros, his cons. And, you know, it's not all glossy. There are some there are some real tough sides to him and some things that might rub people up the wrong way. Um, however, he is seen as being the ideal candidate by many people this time round, even though he hasn't held a number one position before. But it's interesting what Lee says, because um, he's not the only one that feels that way. Mm. And um, we could be in for a pretty dramatic uh, few days ahead. Uh, Arsenal do hope to make an appointment this week. Um, But even people they've been speaking to in private, they've been urging a little bit of caution, playing their cards very close to their chest 
Um, and so whether that is just to protect their confidentiality while they get things over the line with Mikel Arteta or where there's, whether there's more to it, uh, let's wait and see. What do you think, David, this all might mean for the future of Freddie Jumberg, uh, whether it's Patrick Vieira or Mikel Arteta? Do you think that he would be prepared to work a staff for somebody to, in order to stay at the club? A younger coach it, as well. A younger coach potentially in Arteta. Mm. It's a really complicated situation with Freddie because he was obviously brought into the first team set up uh, as an assistant, very much as a, an, an assistant, but with um, with a knowledge among everybody in the Arsenal hierarchy and Lundberg himself that if something was to happen with Unai Emery, then he would be capable and qualified to, to hold the fort. Mm. So immediately the mindset is that he could be either on an interim basis or permanently, number one, out of the blue, really. Um, and then comes this situation where Arsenal's form, uh, the West Ham game really aside, continues to plummet, or I should say half of the West Ham game aside. 18 um, minutes of the West Ham game. 18, yeah, in, in, <laughs> indeed. And, and so they're in a really tricky situation. They've got enormous regard for Lundberg. He's conducted himself really well in their minds, perfectly, to a man they've been supportive of him up top among the power brokers. Uh, But they find themselves in a situation now, would Mikel Arteta or Patrick Vieira or anybody else uh, want him on the staff? Uh, Certainly, I think Arsenal would want him on the staff. That probably goes without saying. But really, in these situations, it's probably not Arsenal's call. If they're giving somebody like Arteta or or Vieira complete backing, normally they would want to go with their own people. And then the other thing we don't know is what Freddie Lundberg would want himself. Would he want to get out of there and pursue a number one role elsewhere. The likes of West Ham have been linked with him. Certainly there, there is admiration around the game for him. Yeah. Or a number two elsewhere. Um, there are loads of things to, to be considered. There are reports emerging today, Tuesday, that Freddie Lundberg um, has a role lined up uh, on the coaching staff of Mikel Arteta. I don't think that's true to my knowledge. And so that's another complication in all of this. And it was quite telling towards the um, sort of last couple of uh, games of of Freddie Lundberg's reign, which of course could go on. That's why I'm being quite careful with yeah. with my uh, wording. Uh, that he did speak out on the um, lack of sort of a coaching team that's been put in place around him. When he came into the interim role, the idea was that for the Norwich game first up, he was going to take a couple of internal staff, um, and that, that's what we saw with um, with Per Mertesacker doubling up with the academy role, and also I think Sal Bibo um, and some others. They were working with him on a match day, but also on the training ground in in, um, in uh, sessions that we didn't see. Um, but that week after the Norwich match, he was meant to be building his own team that would be with him for this interim period, whether it was a couple of weeks or whether it was until the end of the season and possibly if things had gone better, even being considered for the full-time role. It was very telling that Arsenal didn't provide him with any staff. Yeah. That that could be said by Arsenal that it was the sensible thing to do in case a new man came in and then it could be a smoother transition. But clearly it was something that irritated him. And he almost called them out in public on it, saying, you need to sort this situation out. I've not had coaching staff around me. And whether that has soured things a little in the last couple of weeks, we don't know. But certainly this is not an easy situation. And uh, God forbid Arsenal should actually be thinking about winning football matches during this period as well. 